Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. <laughs> so welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. I am your host of sorts, JK. Um, we have Adam, who is right. to my left on the Zoom call, and Tim, who is down below. Hello. Not down below in Australia. Not that, not that down below, just a little bit more south. I don't know. <laughs> How's the weather down there, Tim? I'm just I'm just in France. It's I'm south of France. It's nice. It's always sunny. South of France. South of France is always nice. My sister goes to holiday on the south of France every year in a caravan. All the money. All the money. Yeah, it's it's a good salary. It's two teacher salaries, so it's two good salaries going on there. (laughs) I don't know why. Deserve more. They do. Yeah, they do. To be fair, teachers do deserve a lot more. Depends how you teach. <laughs> well, you either teach well or teach badly. Is there an? Or you might Is teach skill good. Skill or will, Adam. Or skill or will. Bad. You can do that thing where it looks to the untrained eye that you're doing your job properly, but when at, in actual fact you're somehow getting away with it Monday to Friday. <laughs> you're. Uh, <laughs> Ada Bossy used to say they're robbing a living. Not teachers, but just someone just, who's not very good at the job, but no one notices it. It's robbing a living. Wow. I was in a, I was in like a bit of a training thing the other week with a load of other fellow professionals. And I was sat there and they were talking. It was the most boring training, like powerpoint kind of thing. Everyone was sat there. And I couldn't help but look around and think, I don't belong here. <laughs> <laughs> what, because you're better than them or... Well, yeah, but also in the fact that they were all listening and I couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> do you think I'm... the do you think the Batman sidekicks robbing a living? We oh superheroes don't <laughs> get paid, you know. Oh, no, no one well, pays superheroes. Iron Man's pretty wealthy. I suppose he's not being paid yeah, he, for yeah, being yeah, Iron that's Man. His own, that's his own wealth from being Same with Batman. Dealer. Same with Batman, you know, it was his dad's company. Like, they don't get a good salary, these superheroes. It's not fair, is it, really? One of the plot points of Winter Soldier and Falcon was that they don't get paid. And Falcon's like trying to keep his sister's business afloat, but he's like, I don't have Fucking I don't, hell, I don't that sounds like an anymore. action-packed adventure. He's <laughs> trying to keep his sister's business afloat. Tune in for two and a half hours of that fucking Marvel. <laughs> Bullshit. We've run out like, of ideas. There's literally a scene where they go to the. There's literally where they go to the bank to get a bank loan as well. <laughs> Fuck me. Not missing anything. Yeah, Should be watching def- Neighbours rather than Marvel. Marvel shit. Put Neighbours on. Should we talk about some Neighbours? We shall. Should we talk about episodes 3092 to 96? Because that's the ones yes. me and Adam have watched. Uh, and we'll explain to Tim what's happened. Uh, we watch these on Daily Motion, uh, UK Neighbours Fans Forever. Thank you very much for uploading all those videos. Uh, there is a little side point I'm going to make later on, but we'll, we'll, we'll address that when we come to it. 
because we're actually because the way that the person is uploaded, I'll, I'll just address it now. So there is. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to create a bit of drama and tease. Some it. people might have like stayed tuned for that later. You should have teased them a little bit. I'm just going to tell so you the... now. You can turn off. I think he just realised it wasn't making any sense as he was teasing it. So <laughs> just, just got to do it now. <laughs> so the the way that they've like done little playlists for each year. So 1998 has got loads of videos. 1999 hasn't got loads of videos. We might have to restructure how we do when we get to 1999. Uh, because we're actually getting our way through 1998. We're not too far away from the end of 1998 now. Uh, we're, we've, you know, we're nearly at 100 episodes. We're not far off. By the next podcast, we'll have hit 100 episodes of Neighbours. Wow. There's absolutely nowhere else that they could be watched. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to do some research. But yeah, we'll think about how we restructure that uh, when we get to it. But let's just carry on. Let's just roll with the punches for now. Uh, because you never flash, know. We might have to flash forward like Lost or something. Oh. Or we might have to go back like in Lost. Or they have to go back <laughs> to the island. And then, and then off the to island. one side where we watch Home and Away for a bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. No, I couldn't imagine watching Home and Away. <laughs> Side point that I am going to explain now, not in a little while. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should do a, a loss rewatch at some point because that had some weird shit in it. You both loved it. I did for a while. Lots of good accents and story points and ideas in Lost. I think it is on something like Amazon or Netflix again at the I moment. Think it, I, I think, think it's on Prime. Yeah. Watching it. So maybe at some point, if you get fired again, uh, we could start a, a Lost <laughs> podcast. I don't know. You could do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get Jess to watch it at some point. Stop making your think... daughter watch shit things. No, no <laughs> I think she'd really like Lost. I think for a 13-year-old, Lost would, is almost a perfect audience. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, because it's got all that. Like, she got, she really got into WandaVision and, like, but not just the episodes, the, the speculation behind stuff. So she'd watch an episode and she'd be straight online looking at theories about what this meant, what that meant. And she really got into that kind of stuff. And The Lost was perfect for that. Yeah, if, if you binge it, I think the only problem with Lost, and this isn't the problem I had, the only problem is if you don't like the very, very ending. But if, if you keep the momentum going and you just allow yourself to watch a few episodes in like before you get any kind of payoff and you have that kind of patience, then it's awesome beginning to end for me. Yeah, I think so, you get yeah. a real kick out of loss. So I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. sit down with and watch, watch that at some point. So we can we can get Jess on the podcast as well. I think it's a brief appearance well, we... last week on, on the neighbors rewatch podcast. Yeah. But I I think at some point we should um Maybe just occasionally address the fact address the fact that we're doing a neighbors rewatch podcast, but just kind of not talk about it at all. <laughs> we're, we're we're getting to that point where we will accidentally one day do two hours and go, oh shit, yeah, neighbors. <laughs> well, how far are we are we in so far? Yeah, well, we've done an hour so far. <laughs> we so keep I'm trying to get back hour, onto it. Unless you, and you're not going to hear that hour unless you go to Patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch and subscribe to the patreon there spoiler go, alert though it's just me and you saying where the fuck's tim where the fuck's tim <laughs> <laughs> no there was a bit of business in there as well i did give a little bit of a business seminar of 
how I think a certain, certain businesses should be structured. Uh, yeah. So and then and then Tim arrives and we get into the the conversation of hashtag Where's Jay's neck? There you yeah. go. Yeah. Do you know what? As well, if you subscribe to the Patreon, I will send the pictures as well that I just sent to Tim. Whoa! Oh, yeah. Pinky. Something because, for everyone. Because not to brag, but I am going to brag. Uh, I have gone. I have transformed over the last year. Not not sex. Uh, not sex. I'm not going to. I'm just going to put that one out there. I've not gone. I've just. I've gone a bit of a weight loss regime and started running and watching my diet, and I've managed to lose uh, forty five pounds. Or including all the muscles in your neck and shoulders. <laughs> it comes off in the weirdest ways. So here's one, for example. So when just I just slough off in the shower. So <laughs> when I started, my, my Apple Watch, because I have an Apple Watch, was... On, all right, was fucking hell. I don't mean to brag, <laughs> but I've lost loads of weight and I've got an Apple Watch. Be more <laughs> man of the people. What a <laughs> but, So it was on the third one down, but now it's on the first one. And that's where it sits. No idea what that means because on, on my watch strap, I typically wear it on the seventh. So I don't. I... On the seventh? It's got lots of holes in it. I feel like you've got a counterfeit Apple Watch there, Tim. I feel like you've got a generation one and mine's a five, bitch. Oh, yeah. I've got... <laughs> yeah, I've got like the very first one. Anyway, back time. back to Lost. Anyway, so there's a plane to Lost. <laughs> Welcome to the the, the Lost rewatch. Now uh, we are watching. Can Neighbors I just Stone. can I ask a question before you do actually go on to the actual podcast? <laughs> yeah, of course. Only because you mentioned it briefly, and I think our listeners would be interested to know. Um, so you said that Jess was on last week, and that was because of her Instagram po- uh, projects on Hitler. The worst. The worst. Homework ever assigned. The worst thing I'd ever heard. I spoke to a few people I know about this and they could not believe what they were fucking hearing. Um, <laughs> but what what was the latest on that? Did she get good marks for that? Did did anybody do anything controversial with that that we know of? What happened with the Hitler? Uh, I didn't hear of any controversies uh, at all. Apparently, she did explain that they were warned not to put certain things on there before they did that homework. Uh, so apparently no one was allowed to draw the swastika on there, uh, which is fair enough. Uh, but I feel like that was hastily said afterwards. I feel like they assigned the homework and then someone went, what, you've assigned that as homework? No, right, here's some rules. <laughs> uh, uh, she got great effort and she got great effort, Jess, and like because they send a lot of messages on the app. Yeah, that is effort, the token Jess, well thing when you've not even looked at someone's homework to write on it, well done. <laughs> great great effort. effort. You say well that done. all the time, to be fair, Adam, as well. Means <laughs> Anytime I've done anything creative, you just got great effort. Great effort, <laughs> I haven't even read it. I did, I like we, we we learned that when in the WhatsApp group. To be honest with you, you like <laughs> messages that get posted. I'll look at maybe one out of twelve of them, <laughs> unless it's my own, and I just reread it because I'm so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> neighbors, so, neighbors. Oh, it, I was hoping we could talk about home and away for a bit. But okay, yeah, neighbors, neighbors. neighbors. So I, the, the first thing I want to talk about neighbors is the probably the biggest story coming out of this, the biggest overarching story as well, because this this looms heavy over the episodes we've watched. And I'm going to say three words, Tim, uh, and then I'd just like to get your reaction. Uh, those three words are... <laughs> he's, he's, ready, it up. he's choking already on it. He's choking <laughs> on those three words already. Uh, those three words are Little Tommy Tuckers. What the fuck do you think this is, Tim? 
Little Tommy Tuckers. You know, I, I've got no idea, but that's there's a little tiny bell going off in the back of my memory that there's, there's something familiar about that. Well, let me explain to him. I'm so intrigued. Little, little Tommy Tuckers is a new restaurant that Lou is opening. And this uh... is the biggest storyline coming out of these episodes. It is everything centers around me. The Little Tommy Tuckers restaurant here. And it's come out of fucking nowhere. It's literally Absolutely nowhere. nowhere. One, one episode. I, I don't know if it's the first one we watched or whatever. I think it probably was. It's literally, oh, um, Little Tommy Tuckers is opening. Yeah. One off line to Drew. Because Drew's moved in with Lou now. That's just the thing that's happened. Drew was like, oh, my cousin has split with her husband and he's now living with me. So I'm going to leave my house to let my cousin live there. And I'm going to move in with Lou. Because that house isn't on Ramsey Street. So he <laughs> thinks, whoa, whoa, whoa. The show's called Neighbours. I'm currently no one's neighbour. And he goes to live with Lou <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, and Luke just goes, oh, yeah, and by the way, I've just I've opened a new restaurant, and it's opening, like, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. He already owns the garage, the, the, the pub. pub. He's got the computer thing going on at the school still. He's got a little daughter who he never sees. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, his, there. his new he's restaurant opens tomorrow. That he's going on dates with all the time. Never see her. Yeah, never see her. Where the fuck's Carol? Busy. He's not got time. He's not got time for her. He's setting up a restaurant. She wasn't even at the restaurant opening either. He's doing at least seventy hours a week, even though his contract <laughs> only says forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we've got a new business venture, which is Little Tommy Tucker's, which is a themed restaurant uh, aimed at families. And you know what the best part of it is? Wait for if it. you get up and perform, you get a half-price meal. So if you get up on the stage that is in the restaurant and perform, you will get half price off your meal. Is this I've got a, I've got a question. You've never heard of. I, I've, I've got a quick question though, um, but it's something I'll ask in a bit. Actually, I won't ask it now. Um, <laughs> what what's the um, have they talked about the name at all and why? It's a kids' because, restaurant. No. No, do you know what this is? They don't they don't reference this, but I know this is this is it. So little Tommy Tucker is a nursery rhyme. It's little Tommy Tucker sings for his supper. And that's the gimmick. Ah. It's like karaoke and you get a discount if you sing in the restaurant. So it's a gimmick ah. restaurant, and that's where it's come from. Um so yeah, it's from a kid's nursery rhyme, and I got that from the fact that one of Lou's main problems with opening this new restaurant is he needs somebody to be little Tommy Tucker who's essentially like the host at the restaurant and he, he literally asks every every cast member if they want this job and the big selling point for, for, for it or the well it's basically the reason why nobody takes the job is you have to wear a costume of little Tommy Tucker which is essentially like a children's nursery rhyme boy clown farmer thing. kind yeah. of clown thing. Like I have tweeted a picture out of that on uh, on our uh, Twitter at Watch Neighbor. Um, yep. There's a picture of Lou wearing it, looking very sad because he can't get anyone to wear this costume. It's ridiculous. Th this does sound like something that you would do, Jay. 
Like he'd say, right, you're the manager. Well. You're you're in charge. You've got to wear this costume. Yeah. Well, there is a very posh waiter there because apparently he's took over what was a posh restaurant. And you've yeah. got this, he's called Francis. He's your typical <laughs> white shirt posh waiter with an apron. Uh, and the whole, he, and he's like, oh yeah, uh, you, you're going you're gonna to keep your job here. He's like, oh, and Francis is like, oh yeah, great. And he's like, but you've got to wear this costume. And he just, <laughs> just like, absolutely not. I'm not wearing this costume. This is ridiculous. Uh, and just, he's the poshest waiter you've ever seen. And I don't know why they've got this really posh waiter in a kid's restaurant. It's, I don't know well, what this guy, I don't know what Francis was expecting. He's, he's rocked up in his white shirt and his dicky bow tie with his apron. And he's seen kids paintings all over the walls, like plastic, plastic furniture, like you get in Ikea. It looks and horrendous, and the restaurant. Wine service. The restaurant doesn't even look like a restaurant. It looks like like a kiddie's playhouse or something with a couple of like white plastic, white trash chairs and tables dotted about. A little stage, which looks like something out of a community hall. It looks, a, it doesn't look like a restaurant. Um, well, so he opened it on the day's notice. What do you expect? No, but th then this is what's so weird. And you're going to have to explain this because I don't, I don't understand his reasoning here. So the reason why he's got this, part of the storyline is he doesn't want the restaurant to make any money or do well because then it can be some sort of tax yeah, write-off yeah. thing, which to my mind makes no sense. Like, surely if you've got a business, you want it to make money. So maybe you can explain this a little the, bit. Uh, I, I roughly, roughly know how this works. And I, I know that it's... I'm pretty sure that there are a couple of places near where my parents live that are like a barbershop or a little cafe or something that are actually nice community places, but they're part of like a portfolio of some mad millionaire and they're intentionally a loss making business just so that they're like the income or, or they just the overall like money on the spreadsheet is less so that they pay a less amount overall tax on everything. So yeah. they effectively make more money by having a loss maker as part of the business, yeah. which seems, that is, yeah, seems that, that's what happens. That's exactly what happens. And Phil alludes to this at first and is like, yeah, this is definitely a tax job. And Lou's like, no, 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 I just, you know, this is a really exciting opportunity. It's only at the end Lou goes, yeah, it's fucking, this is terrible. I can't, I, what a shame it's going to fail. Ha, ha, ha. Because <laughs> he doesn't advertise it or anything. Either. No, he doesn't advertise. No, he wants it to be ridiculous. Yeah. And it is. It is so, so... ridiculous. But, but... but another another thing as well, what you can do is a bit of a bit of a shady business deal is so here's, here's JK's his dodgy deal of the week. This could go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he did literally does have a dodgy deal every week, don't he, Lou? Every week. Yeah. I wonder what so, your dodgy deal though. What have you been up to? Have you been pretending tea leaves of cannabis and selling it to kids again? Or what's what's gone on? What's your dodgy deal? He's no, been so dealing so, weight loss. So pills. certain so certain businesses, uh, they're generally like so, certain buildings are sometimes only licensed to do one kind of thing. So it's only licensed to, for example, be a restaurant. So it was a restaurant before, and then Lou's bought it out at its offering as a restaurant. But if then you can show, then you can prove over a, a period of time that that is not viable as a restaurant anymore. You can then apply for it to be a different type of business. 
So you secure the building, run it at a loss as whatever it's licensed to be. So a food, you know, a food place. And then say, well, the not viable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> then you can, and then you can go, well, it doesn't work as a, as, as a restaurant anymore. Uh, and then apply to go, actually, I want it as another garage now or whatever, or I want it as a whole uh, house or whatever you want to. <laughs> I hope little Tommy Tucker stays, though. I want it to continue for a while yet. I feel like there's uh, money to be made and fun to be had. Actually, to be fair, I think little Tommy Tucker's is probably a good name for a whole house as well. There you go. Yeah, I, tell, I tell you what, there's, there's one word that rhymes with Tucker's a bit better than suppers. <laughs> so I'm, I'm with you there. <laughs> and it's obviously so bookers, and we can turn it into a bookshop. But, yeah, PG yeah. episode this uh, this time. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> no, this podcast is is my. Can't. Right, right. I'll continue that train of thought. So yeah, like I said, that the, the little Tommy Tucker's pretty much go through every storyline there, uh, and maybe apart from the council corruption storyline, uh, which gets a very disappointing ending. So Tim, if you remember, there is. Uh, there's a corrupt counselor who is what Jane Kennard, uh, who has been doing dodgy deals with constructions with a construction guy who I believe is called Peter Gable. I've made notes about this and doing dodgy dealings because remember the Anne character that's how she got introduced because they were trying to force her out of her home and like build Lily. four story buildings. Oh, yeah, yeah, Anne met Lily. Yeah, that was it. Uh, so Anne and Amy are getting sued by the counselor. They get given, uh, what is it they do in America where they give them, they get served. Served, yeah. They get served. And Peter Gable is threatening Weird Kid Paul while he's working at the cafe. He's outside cleaning some tables and he just gets like harassed by. That's because he, he's the one who delivered all the dodgy leaflets, the defamation, the leaflets that, that, that were, um, Anne, and, Anne made him calling these people out. Um, she asked Paul to deliver him because he delivers papers. Um, and then he kind of very quickly gave Anne up. He was like, oh, yeah, I didn't deliver him. It's Anne Wilkinson. She lives on my street. What, what yeah, her address? He, crumbled, he folded no, instantly. He probably instantly. He did, didn't he? Not wimp. Like, and, Hannah, like, and Hannah was right there as well. And you could see just Hannah just going, what a little, what a little cunt you are. Yeah, because she quite oh, likes Paul at the moment, but he did not get any points there at all. No. Proper sold everyone out very quickly. He absolutely did. So yeah, they get, uh, they get, they get served with papers and get, and, uh, and threatening to get sued. So Phil Martin, he's like, no, I'm not having this. I'm going to sort this problem. I'm going to meet with Jane Canard. I'm going to have a meeting with her to pretend to to do something with finances for her, but I'm going to actually going to confront her about this. So we where did he her. where did he have this very serious meeting about like lawsuits? Yeah, considering two two of his neighbours, uh, one that's going to be his daughter-in-law in a couple of weeks' time, is getting sued by a councillor for a lot of money. Where did he have this serious meeting? In Lou's pub. What did he order while having this said, said meeting? A fucking pint. If I was meeting someone who was trying to sue my daughter-in-law, I would not get a pint during What lunch. would you get? A soft drink, a coffee, a water. I wouldn't be getting on it at lunchtime. 
while the person across from me is suing my daughter-in-law. Also, there's, there's probably an office they could be meeting at. Yeah, probably. Do you know what I mean? Probably an office. Both of those people, Phil's some sort of accountant. She's a counsellor. Pretty sure both of them have got offices. It's weird. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, actually, do you want to meet at Lou's pub and have a couple of beers? Should, should we get a booth and split some nuggets? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he could have took her, to, took her to little Tommy Tucker's, to be fair. It could have been worse. I was hoping you'd go there, but you've, you'd already said that this is probably the only storyline that doesn't go there. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and this counsellor just doesn't have it. She's like, no, I'm going to sue him. See you later. And then Phil's like, oh, so I couldn't fix it then. Brilliant. And just completely backs down. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I really tried. So and at I'm this stage, I know what you're thinking, Tim. You're thinking, oh my god, this is going to be a long-running storyline that involves lawsuits <laughs> and and all sorts. We're going to have a court case. We're going to have a maybe some of the neighbours get put on a jury. Maybe this is going to be an ongoing thing, um, a bit like a courtroom drama, like a few good men or something. Uh, you'd be wrong in thinking that though, Tim, because <laughs> twenty minutes later, it all Not gets even resolved. 20. And do you know how it gets resolved? Go on. They hear it on the radio in Lou's pub that she's been arrested. They're all sat in Lou's pub, just having a beer, having a good time. And then the radio's on the background and someone goes, shh, 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 something's on the news. And this, because there was some elections going on at the same time, so they've been ousted. So Jane she loses. has been ousted, and then she's been arrested as well for corruption. And that's it. Done. That's Staring it. Line. Completely Staring done. Dead. So Absolutely. as the as the usual neighbours thing then, or just just if this fits, can we figure out what the actual point of it was? I, they brought this storyline in for what other indirect purpose? Do you think so? So Anna and Amy can go to Little Tommy Tucker's to celebrate and have a and have a slap yeah. on me with Little Tommy Tucker's. Well, I- yeah, what I thought was interesting, obviously this is how Lily was in the storyline because she was like the old lady in that. Lily is not involved in any of the episodes we watched no. this past week. So this, <laughs> so this is like the corruption storyline. This is where the corruption came out. It was like people were trying to get this old lady to get rid of her house, bit of bullying, um, intimidation going on. She is not in any of these episodes. She doesn't even get to go to Little Tommy Tucker's. She is not booked in for these five episodes whatsoever. No need for her. Do not pay this woman. She is not going to be allowed on set for these episodes. There is no point. <laughs> She's not there. Do you know what However, I Lily would have loved Little think... Tommy Tucker's. Pardon him. Lily would have loved Little Tommy Tucker's as well. She would have got up and done a turn, definitely. Yeah, because and, and all people don't eat big meals either, so she'd have just got a kid's meal and been really happy with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, was, what, was, what was your next point there, Ed? No, I was thinking, because you, you said, what was the purpose of this? I have mm. noticed that since this, obviously, Libby got intimidated with those dodgy phone calls. She even got ran off the road, off a moped. Who was there to save her? Who's been there ever since? Drew Kirk. Drew Kirk has been there. So I think roundabout way, this has meant Libby was a strong independent woman. She put her article out there, which we can talk about in a second. Um, Drew swooped in and saved it, and they have got very close ever since. I'm thinking maybe this was a, um, a catalyst into their budding relationship. Maybe. Yeah, very I'm it makes sense if, if they're planning to have them, which we so, sort of know, like be a, a really long-term significant part of the show, 
then they can have this really big dramatic thing that they immediately throw away be the thing that sets it up. It's a very neighbors thing to do. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I mean, as you mentioned, Adam, uh, it, it, this does uh, encompass Libby as well. She gets fucked over by her editor because the editor took her off the story, then prints her story and puts his name and face on the front cover. Oh. Yeah, so she gets she gets fucked over by that. And it, that editor has got no shame either. He's like, yeah, this happened. Get over Did with he have it. his dick out in the picture and everything? Yeah, but only because he wanted to show how much weight he'd lost on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then again, the cheek. So this editor, he fucks Libby over on a story, then goes to the pub when she's working and goes, pint, please. Yeah, that was bad. Absolutely that was bugs her off. And then while drinking said pint while she's working behind the bar, goes, yeah, your English is a bit shit. Tells her that her English isn't that great, and that's why he took the story off her. You know what, though? I don't, so, yeah, that was all bad. But then I was thinking, maybe, maybe it's like Libby kicked off a lot about this, but if he'd put her name on it, then people would have known she'd done the article and come after her. Like, and like, because she was getting run off the road and that. I thought there was going to be some sort of story where, oh, he's nicked, he's nicked the line, the, he- the article and put his name on it. I thought he was going to get some karma and some shit was going to happen to him mm. and they were going to come after him. Maybe. So he's like tried to fuck her over or maybe he was doing it to be nice in a way to save her from the possible intimidation that would occur. And then he was going to get some shit. I thought he was going to wind up dead. Yeah, that I remembered. Then I remembered it was neighbours and this storyline was only going to run for another eight and a half minutes. And that was the end of it. (laughs) That is generally the average lifetime of a neighbour's storyline. It's about eight and a half minutes. (laughs) Whenever you think there's a big storyline coming, uh-uh, it's getting dealt with. Uh, it's only relationship stuff that goes longer, isn't it? Yeah. Speaking of big storylines, they do seem to be dropping a big storyline here. Uh, and it's quite a serious one as well. It's uh, it's the big C word. Uh, We've already heard that once today. <laughs> not that one, Tim. Uh, they're dropping a cancer storyline uh, with Ruth. So throughout this, Ruth is very withdrawn and just like very quiet. And everyone's like, well, like she's a bit off with Phil and she's a bit off with the kids. Uh, because And everyone's like, what's up with you? And she doesn't want to go to little Tommy Tucker's. I mean, that could <laughs> so there's no massive red flag there. Massive what's red the red only there's... thing that could make someone not go to little Tommy Tucker's? I know. Cancer. <laughs> And so, she also like really, really suddenly got a super skinny neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but eventually she confides in Phil that she has found a lump on her breast and she's not dealing with it. So she goes to see a new doctor. Thoughts because... on the new doctor, please. Oh, yes. So just as a little side, and we will get to them, uh, Carl and Susan are on a little gypsy caravan holiday. Because I don't know if you remember last week, Phil got left a gypsy caravan by one of his clients who died in his will. So weird. It's such a such a weird throwaway line that got dropped in. Caravan so, yeah. and horse. Oh yeah, caravan and horse as well. Yeah, uh, but we'll come back to that later on. So Carl is out of town, so they send a supply. So he arranges for a supply doctor to come down. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Can you remember what this doctor is called? 
I think he's just. He, I don't know, but I think he's called John something. I'm sure. Oh, he's, he's called, called John. John. He is called John. He is called John, and he is. Uh, he's very new age. Uh, he's very much. Him and Harold are best mates. Absolute best mates. Uh, so he comes in, and he's like, he's just very nice. He's very relaxed about everything. Uh, he's very into holistic things. And Harold's like, well, maybe we should put some panpipe music on. Maybe should we should have some essential oils burning in the reception, in the he waiting room. Mm. And then these two just got absolutely fucking wild and basically turn it into some sort of holistic yoga center. <laughs> I can't, honestly, the most thing that I'm excited about in the next lot of episodes is Carl coming back and seeing what, and got, losing his shit about what's happened to his, his surgery. <laughs> Well, it starts off with something like Harold saying, oh, I'll make you a coffee. And then, then the new guy says, I only drink herbal tea. And Harold's like, I only drink herbal tea. This is fucking, <laughs> this is it. Let's go fucking mental. Let's go fucking, that's what it's like. But So he is this new age holistic guy, this doctor, but he could also be a pervert, paedophile, serial killer. It could be any of those things because he's he's got that kind of too nice, far away look in his eye, which makes yeah. you think this well, is going to go wrong. Yeah, well, one of the points I wanted to bring up, so Ruth goes to the doctor and she is very reluctant to let this doctor have a feel of her breasts. Very You're reluctant. the opposite, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> he is really not comfortable with this doctor having having a feel. Uh, and this doctor is very, very dismissive of cancer as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's really not asked at all about that, the fact Ruth might have cancer. Yeah. He's just like, well, just put your bra off and I'll have a feel. And he's like, oh, yeah. well, we'll send you off a monogram. We'll see what happens. Ruth's like shitting herself, absolutely <laughs> shitting herself. And he's just she, like, yeah, well, she, yeah, she comes in and she says, like, I, you know, I do examine myself. I am, like, in the business because she's, like, a physiotherapist or something. Like, she, yeah. she's like, I know what I'm doing. I'm doing it. It's like, and he's like, well, could be, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's like that through the whole thing. He's like, yeah, he's... do you know what you're doing, though? Let's pop your bra off. Let's have a go on him and I'll let you know. <laughs> Probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the best. Yeah, there's definitely something slightly off with this doctor. Uh, I, another point I wanted to make, when Ruth is dropping this bombshell to Phil, because this is like the, the end of one of the episodes, uh, so they they have their standard music, like sad music over the top, but to just give it that it's extra umph, they've, they've got this woman singer in to go, <laughs> over the over the music, there is just to really give it this extra. Um... Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, yeah. It's, like, it's like some sort of weird, um, like if that I've only seen a couple of episodes of this, but I imagine it's like a scene in Vikings or something when someone's like stood on a Nordic vessel and it's wind <laughs> blowing through their air and it's like. Whoa, it's real. It doesn't. It completely goes over. Ruth going, "Oh, I found a lump." It's really emotional. Yeah, oh, he's oh, turned oh. the volume up huge on it as well, to the point where you can barely hear Ruth. Yeah, it's it's really weird. You got to record a little bit of this and put it on Instagram no, but then, reels. But or then, so what makes it even better? Not that cancer's like a good thing or whatever, but like, and then it cuts to Lou 
dressed in the little Tommy Tucker's outfit. He goes, it's ridiculous. They've combined possibly the most ridiculous like image with the, the worst, most emotional thing you could have done. Brilliant. It's classic neighbours. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that could be a big storyline, or it could just come back. The doctor might just go back, yeah, it wasn't breast cancer, you've just got a lump. And that, that could be it. That could be it. And it, it probably wouldn't be that doctor. It It'll just be a letter. Luther will get a, will get a letter from the post, possibly. You know, just say, yeah, you've not got cancer, and she go, oh, great. Uh, and that will probably, I imagine, that will probably then spur on the wedding. I'm going to go out on a limb here and make a prediction that this cancer or cancer scare, either or, will propel the wedding, so they'll they'll get married very quickly all of a sudden. I honestly won't be surprised in the next lot of episodes they get married, like super quick. They have a, they in have a really a in a really big wedding that's impossible to plan in such a small period of time. Yeah, they'll have the reception at, at Little Tommy at, Tuckers or something. Little Tommy Tuckers, that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> turn up on the gypsy horse and cart at Little Tommy Tuckers for the Oh wedding. my God, yeah. Gonna... Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> Shit, we don't even need to watch the next lot of episodes now because we've already predicted it. Uh... <laughs> uh, should we move on to Carl and Susan then? Because I think that's the next storyline that's worth talking about. So, Carl... Has bought himself a flashy car, obviously, uh, because he's having a bit of a midlife crisis. Uh, I don't know what kind of car it is. I don't think they were allowed to say what kind of car it is. I don't think. I think they were calling it. I don't know if this is what kind of car it is, but they were calling it like a Thunderbird. I don't know. I think something like that. Something that was very kind of midlife crisisy. Like mm. they were calling it something, or the Fireball, or something like that. I, that sounds like such a made-up. Made yeah, it was, as well. It was something like that. It was a nice car though, like a vintage kind of convertible yeah. kind of car. It was, yeah, it, it did was look cool. nice. Uh, but then that obviously leads to all the quips of like Libby going, "Oh, what are you having an affair now?" Kind of thing. Oh, you're gonna have to watch what girls you're picking up. And everyone has a little dig about it. And Carl just visibly gets rankled by it all. Uh, but and he wants to that's what because him and Susan are planning a little trip away and that's what he wants to do he wants to take the car on a road trip you know top down mm. pedal, pedal to the metal all that kind of stuff but Susan's like no let's go in the gypsy caravan with this horse so Carl concedes the point and goes yeah okay let's go on this gypsy caravan holiday so they go around on this gypsy caravan holiday keep on bumping into these uh, Asian tourists in the most improbable way possible. So at first they stop them because they want a picture because it's such a great little caravan and they want them to take, they want them to pose and take a picture uh, because they're Asian tourists. And right. A little bit of a story here. Go on. Only a little one. So I have been to China. Um, I am just like a, a white English person. Um, but when I was in China, all the Chinese people wanted to take a picture of me or with me when I was in China. So I was, really? I was a tourist in their country and the constantly, I honestly constantly wanted pictures with me constant. I don't know if they thought I was somebody else or whatever, or if it was just because I was a white person. Who do we think they thought you were? Yeah. I'm going to say Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke you went with. Of all the white people, you went with <laughs> Ethan Hawke. No, I think that's a Family Guy joke, that. Is it? I think so, yeah. Because 
I, I think there's like a cutaway because that's all fun. The guy is his cutaway gags. There's a cutaway gags like where an English guy, like a, a white American, goes up to someone, go, oh, like a, an Asian person goes, oh my god, you're Jackie Chan, and then he gets flipped, and then a Chinese person goes, oh my god, you're Ethan Hawke. Quite like that. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good reference as well. You've got like a little in... bit of Ethan Hawke look about you, though. You've got kind of got like the stubbly beard. Uh, yep. The hair looks a bit similar as well, I'd say. Got currently got a hat on, so brilliant. Yeah, but without the hat. <laughs> what I um, think you could have been in training day, Adam. Pardon? You could have been in training day. I could have seen you. I could see you in that role in training day next to Denzel. I, I reckon I could have pulled that off. <laughs> could have pulled that off. It's like in role models as well when he says, if you're white, you're Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> That little tiny tiny black kid who's absolutely amazing just calls <laughs> just calls him Ben Affleck. <laughs> well, so, so, yeah, yeah, they, so Asian people to sum up like taking pictures of white people. Okay, well they like taking pictures of Susan and Carl uh, and their gypsy caravan on their horse because uh, they 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 see them on the road and they take a picture and then Susan cut and then Susan's like, should we go skinny dipping? Because skinny dipping is like the ultimate thrill in Australia. We've already. You know, we've seen Caitlin and Billy do it in the past as well. Uh, so Carl's like, no, don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. She's like, Susan's like, oh, go on, go on. And Carl's like, all right, then. Fair enough. Of course he will. Of course you wouldn't. Yeah. Susan's a very attractive woman. Of course you want to go. <laughs> you can see the cogs wearing and like, oh, was. I, want, I want to say something kinky here. but <laughs> No, Susan's a very attractive woman. Like, of course. Have you, ever, have you ever been skinny dipping yourselves? Yeah, I have actually. Oh God, here we go. This is a story. Surely, <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's not. Was really it just like story. at the local sw- swimming bath though, like during like <laughs> tiny, tiny swimmers? <laughs> you oh, just jumped in and your trunks fell off. It's one of those things you do on holiday. Uh, is it? Yeah, Wait, we just... were there. What holiday? <laughs> no, it wasn't Greece, two thousand eighteen. Was uh, this in the sea, or was this? In a poo in a swimming pool, was this in the daytime? Was it, it was in, in a night lake? It was in a lake. A lake? Yeah. Go on, tell us more. There's really not much to say. You, you, the... yeah, I think there might be. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just go, it's a lake, it's very cold, it doesn't do you any compliments. We've talked about this before as well. Uh, you know. What country was this in? Uh, God, I can't remember actually. Uh, Were you abroad somewhere? Yeah, I was abroad, yeah. I can't remember, though. I thought you said you hadn't had a sex change. Was this this your idea, or was this the person you were with's idea? I think person with. I think person with idea, yeah. Uh, I feel like he's nervous to give details here. No, I'm not nervous to give any details at all. It's just really not. I don't think it was that big a deal. Was there a funny end to it? Did someone steal your clothes? Was there like a a leech stuck anywhere when you got out of the lake? Like, stand by (laughs) me. What are we talking about? No, Another leech apart from yourself, obviously. Uh, No, what happened is that because we went in a gypsy caravan uh, and then I didn't tie the, the horse properly to it. And then the horse just got off. So when we got out, Hilarious. The horse and the gypsy caravan were gone, which is a massive dilemma. But don't worry, Susan was there to say, well, it's obviously gone. 
she she clocked the tracks, which was pretty clever. I don't think I would have done that. I wouldn't have clocked that at all. I would have gone, oh, well, we're fucked here. But she was like, no, there's clearly... <laughs> Good in a crisis, we're fucked here. No attempt made. Like, I imagine that that would be a great meme. It's like literally like anything now, like COVID, we're fucked here. Don't try and fix it. Someone's house on, is on fire. So a child's in the dying in the living room. We're fucked here. Someone's accidentally put mushrooms on the pizza. Ooh, we're fucked here. We're fucked here. <laughs> I am very it quick for everything. For the, I am very quick for the acceptance phase of any sort of grieving or bad. I, just, I, I get very quickly over the acceptance phase. Just go. Well, okay, that's happened. Let's just get over. <laughs> I'm glad Ruth didn't confine with you about her finding a lump because you'd be like, well, we're fucked here. Well, you've got, yeah, you've fucked here, love. You've got six months at best. Uh, so better get married quickly. Uh, I'll remember this anytime I've got any kind of problem. Because you're just not going to be any help whatsoever, are you? <laughs> oh, well, I suppose you're dead now, but we'll have a nice few days in the meantime. <laughs> Like I literally yeah, so, just stubbed my toe. What do you mean? So Susan spots the tracks, and then they go and they go and find it. And guess what? They they bump into the Asian couple again, who give them a who give them a lift back to where they were and to the to the horse and the caravan. Uh, and then do like, want another picture. They do want another picture, obviously, because it's such a funny thing that's happened. Uh, but as it happens, as they're taking the picture, the horse. Because they're in the towels, because the only fact they had was the towels. As they're taking the picture, the horse whips away his car's towel, and they get a full frontal nudity picture of Carl for their holiday memories, which is very nice. Uh, and go again, on. go on, yeah. So, so, and Carl thinks Carl's like mortified by this. Susan thinks, ah, it's funny. We'll never see them again. <laughs> However, little did Susan know that there's a new hotspot in town where everyone goes, whether you're and from you, that country, and you must, from that must, street, or you're just an agent. visit restaurant. So they go into little Tommy Tucker's, and there's the Asian couple. Straight away, literally, out. like, as they walk in the door, this couple are like, hi! <laughs> it's very much like in the Eddie Murphy, where I was like, I know you... I wasn't going to do any voices through this on purpose. And I thought we got through it. You saved yourself was, by saying it was Eddie Murphy, though, I think. It was Eddie Murphy. It was very much. Literally, they're straight away going, look, look, it's the naked man. You're the towel man, right? <laughs> You're the fuck you, man. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they go to Tommy Tucker's because they've just got back from the holiday. And they're like, how do we top this holiday off? Let's go out for a meal. Let's go to Little Tommy Tucker's. And then that kind of neatly takes us to the Sarah storyline. Uh, so Lou somehow manages to get Sarah roped in uh, because Sarah's like, right, I'm leaving Carl. I'm, I'm leaving Carl's business. I don't want to work there anymore. Lou, have you got any jobs? And he's like, well, you can work in the pub. And she's like, no, I, I didn't, I'd last, didn't last a day last time. Uh, which I'd love to see. I'd actually like to go back and see what the fuck happened there. Uh, because apparently Sarah did one shift at the pub and then just walked out. Uh, and then he's like, well, you can clean cars for me. And she's like, I'm not cleaning cars. Which, to be honest, would be a massive moneymaker. Let's face it. If you've got Sarah Beaumont cleaning cars, Lou's matched a massive trick there. She's working uh, on tips, for sure. Yeah, exactly. She'd make a killing. Lou would make a killing. 
but no, he's like, well, actually, you can be a hostess for me at my new restaurant. And she's like, mm, okay, I'll give that a go. He's like, what should I wear? And he's like, don't worry, just wear something nice. Don't worry about it. Doesn't tell her about the costume at all. And then she gets there and he's like, I've got a costume for you. And at this point, Sarah's like, well, you should have told me about this, but I'll wear it anyway. And she's not happy about it, but she's getting on with it. You know, she's sucking it up and she's getting on with it until Carl and Susan come in. And they're a bit mean to her here. There was a lot of, we've talked in previous episodes about Nick getting job shamed uh, a lot. And I felt a bit bad because he's just, the guy's just trying to make a living. Yeah, he should have maybe looked for a job sooner, but he, the guy is just trying to make some money and feed himself and keep a roof over his head. Uh, but yeah, Carl and Susan are really mean to Sarah straight from the off, just start taking the piss out of her because she's wearing this outfit. Uh, <clears throat> have you ever had to wear a uniform or an outfit for a job and thought, this is a, oh, this is the bottom? Uh, yeah, most I mean, jobs, if I'm honest. Most <laughs> <laughs> jobs. I, I, I was, I was gonna. Th there's a two-part answer to this question that I'm just gonna answer for for Jonathan. That there's X number of pieces of flair for one, but then there was also the um, St. Patrick's Day version of that where he wore green trousers, which I thought was quite oh, funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna proud of this for you now. <laughs> I don't remember this. I'm gonna try and find this picture for you now. I'll put that. I'll, I'll put this on on the socials later as well. But yeah, for St. Paddy's Day, I bought some green jeans and wore them one day. Uh, and they weren't half tight. They were very <laughs> tight as well. What? You bought green jeans just for one like one. Day. They were on sale in Top Man. Remember, you know, rest in peace, Top Man. Uh, for three pounds, it's probably why they went out of business. If I'm honest, if we're thinking about it now. Looking jeans back, three pound is a bit. Yeah, a pair of green jeans for three pound. I was like, they'll be great for St. Paddy's Day. Hey, they let me loads of tips that day. I was very happy. I think I'd, there. I think I'd, if I could get a decent pair of jeans for three quid, I don't give a fuck what color they are. I'd wear them all the time. Yeah, uh, I am just scrolling through my photos now. So talk amongst yourselves, you know. So uh, what was one time <laughs> I've never really had to wear anything like too bad, but there was one when I worked and uh, I was at a bar. And it was a bar stroke restaurant, not unlike Little Tommy Tuckers. Um, and they had like a mascot. And I think it was a giant rat. I'm sure it was a giant rat. Um, and it was like one of those, like something you'd wear at Disneyland. Like you can't see you inside it at all. Full on mascot kind of thing. I refused to wear it. Refused. Like some people, like you got to do a like did a little bit of time in the costume. I refused to, I, I wouldn't do it at all. I, I couldn't and do rightly it. so. Yeah, um, just sent the picture in there, Adam, for you. Something like that. If you want to have a look at that, you've sent yeah, us I, the I, picture, but no one on who's listening can see it. I know. But I'll, I'll post it, it on the thing. Yeah, it is. Well, the, no, I'll make it the, a Patreon. I'll make it a Patreon exclusive. It's the excessively they feminine are, pose. They? The, the yeah, feminine right. pose with with the like, what looked like suede boots as well. Yeah, I've still got them cool. boots. I like them boots. That was definitely in my cowboy face. I bought their boots during that cowboy phase, which I'm still kind of in, if I'm honest. Why is your tie so small as well? Uh, because it dipped in people's food, so I used to wear it short. <laughs> like a girl. Yeah. It's quite that was probably that. the worst uniform I've had to wear, to be fair. Those braces do not, braces do, not do good things for your back at all. Uh, 
And also with the invention of belts, there's no need for braces anymore. I quite like braces, though. I think I've worn them on a couple of occasions. Oh, yeah, when you're dressed up in, like, a three-piece suit, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Not when you're serving burgers and chips, like... <laughs> I think the, the, my, my worst uniform experience is just the general refusal to wear shoes. My, I, I want to be comfortable in everything I do, shoes. so... I just don't want to. No, fuck you. I don't want to wear shoes. But especially if I've got a job. That? You go around barefoot in your job. Barefoot, like some no, sort of... I, I mean the difference between shoes and trainers. I mean, they wanted me to wear shoe shoes, like smart shoes. And I think, yeah. fuck you. I want to wear Adidas things and be comfortable because I'm on my feet all day, bitch. No one cares. So don't don't have quite dressing up as a leprechaun story, but... <laughs> it's just gen generally me not wanting to follow instruction. It's very difficult. <laughs> yeah, I was saying earlier on before you came on, Tim, that I, did, I don't want to wear the lanyard that they've got at work at the moment. I refuse to wear They're it. Making you wear lanyards? Lanyard or a lanyard? I don't know. How I don't to. even like the word. I don't know how to pronounce it. No, I refuse lanyard. to wear it. I mean, I've always supposed to have worn one, but I never did because you know whatever against the system <laughs> and all that. But now they've you got wear shoes ones. as well. Yeah, I don't, but no, I wear shoes. So I thought I was bad, but no, you're, <laughs> you're, you're turning your back on shoes. So fair play to you. You are against the man. You are full on rage against the machine right now. So good effort. <laughs> Fuck you, I won't wear your shoes. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so uh, two more storylines I want to talk about. Oh, you um, want to talk about them, do you? Well, let's fucking get on with it if you want to talk about them. <laughs> for, for people who are not on the Patreon, we did just have to have a short uh, interlude there while I dealt with some work things. Uh, uh, I think they'll be interested to hear like mine and Tim's take on your work things as well. I feel, I feel like everyone, <laughs> feel free to join in. Are we wrong to berate him in such a way about his job? Or do you think maybe, just maybe, he needs to put the fucking phone away? Sorry I put the phone away. It's away. It's absolutely away. You saw me put it away. Is part of you wondering if there's another message that's come up on that phone? No, because I can get WhatsApp on my laptop, so I just, I just got a message from there. <laughs> and you said there would be never any use for it. WhatsApp. There isn't. WhatsApp. There still isn't. Still isn't. This is this is the host of sorts that is going. It'll be mid sentence. Some notification will come up on the screen that we've only got ten minutes left for the Zoom call, and he'll completely forget what he's talking about. <laughs> but he thinks he can maintain a WhatsApp conversation whilst hosting the show. Absolutely I have no grown trouble. as a I have grown as a host over these how many episodes but, are we doing now? 15? But you've you've shrunk as a neck. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, right, so the Friends Rewatch Reunion Rewatch Friends. podcast. So <laughs> they're all old as shit. Yeah, they all look old as well, don't they? They all look old. However, I think it, if I had to pick one who I think looks fine without any work being done. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Phoebe Lisa Kudrow. I think she looks yeah. like a pretty good older lady who hasn't succumbed to things in not, her face. Not even that old. I think she just looks great regardless. Yeah, She was the oldest, wasn't she? She's the oldest one in it. 
Like yeah. she's the oldest, but she probably looks the best. I mean, David Schwimmer looks all right. He looks all right. Matt LeBlanc looks great. I mean, he's got a bit chubby, but he was always a bit big anyway. He's got. He's obviously got big, and he's got the grey hair now. Um, but he still looks like Matt LeBlanc, doesn't he? Like, yeah. he just looks like old Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. And that's so that, that. That um, concludes the um, Friends Reunion Rewatch podcast. Follow us again next week. And we'll be, I don't know, <laughs> we'll watch some Frasier or something. We'll, we'll get Niles Crane on the line. Um, we'll probably, uh, Jay will be here, but he'll be texting his, his boss or something. Um, <laughs> me and Adam will just be talking shit about him. <laughs> and I won't be listening at all. No, <laughs> right. We are talking about neighbors and the storyline I want to talk about is Joel now has a drum kit. And this is a very small storyline, but there's one point I want to make about this. So Joel has a drum kit who, and he gets it delivered or whatever from his other house to, to, because he's living with Carl and Susan. Carl and Susan are obviously away, so he has the house to himself, basically. Uh, yeah, I lost oh, it. It happened. I, I told you. It. I told I you it happened. Completely lost it. I saw uh, your eyes drift <laughs> off to the corner of the yeah. screen. That's the end oh, of that sentence. Oh, lack of professionalism. So we so get this drum kit. So we get this drum kit, and he sets it up in the front room, and then. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. This is this is awful. You've How completely much? killed it. Well, this it. is quite pertinent to the point I'm going to make. So, but you you can't use any of this because no, it's you. No, you can't because can't, it's you. Because it's, You're the only one what? talking, and you go through a. You're not Let getting a sentence out. Let me make. I can't point. even cover so. for you on this one. It's that bad. No, no, because this is a, this is very pertinent to the point I'm going to make and the point I want to make about this this scene. So I think believe it's Anne and uh, Lance and I think Amy or someone else shows up and then Joel's like, yeah, I've got my drum kit and he has a little go on it. And Anne goes, I play the drums. And she goes and sits down and absolutely smashes it on the drums, right? She clearly plays the drums in real life, but it's a really weird scene because everybody just breaks character. Everybody and absolutely smashes it on these drums and everyone starts laughing and completely breaks character. And for about 15 seconds, the they just play this weird scene where everyone's laughing and not being themselves. And I, I, it's a really weird scene, and I don't get why they've just left that in. Because everyone, like I said, everyone breaks character. In contrast, everything you've done in this podcast so far is perfectly in line with your character. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a really weird scene to keep in. Because they all just start laughing, and they're all clearly just this. not... They, they, like, they're clearly not acting. They're clearly just... I feel like it was a scene Did where... Did you dream gone, this? No, no, no. Like, it's clearly where they've gone. Like, Anne's gone, listen, I can play drums, but no one else knows, so I'm just going to go play the drums and surprise everyone. Well, that's, that's really nice, then, isn't it? That's really good. It is. It was, it's, a, a, it's a nice little window into, you know, behind the scenes of Neighbours. And God, we need a nice win window into that at the moment. Jesus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just a really odd scene to keep in there because they just... They're just clearly not doing, uh, clearly not doing what they should be doing, which is acting. They're just being themselves. Well, I've got a question for you then. Are you going to keep on. in a lot of this shit that's been going on, which is clearly you not doing what you're supposed to be doing? <laughs> or is this going to end up on the cutting room floor? I don't know. What are you going to no. keep in? What are you going to leave? We'll see, gonna we'll keep... see in the edit. We'll, we'll okay. keep guessing when you re-listen to this podcast because I do, because I'm that much of a narcissist. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, Tim. You've have you ever listened to the podcast back, Tim? 
I've had a little bit of a listen. I just I can't stand the sound of my no wait your voice. So I, uh... <laughs> I've never got through a full episode. Really? Yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't do it. There's there's too much of me for it. I, nah, I feel bad for anyone who has to listen to that. That's interesting, Tim, because <laughs> a lot of people who listen say there's actually could we have a bit less, Tim? So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's in the workshops that we've had. <laughs> well, this week the Patreon get a bit less because I didn't show up till now after you did. So. <laughs> Maybe that's how we should market it. More shit, less Tim. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, less Jay because he got distracted. <laughs> I got completely distracted. There was a literal less five next, minutes. More shit. <laughs> There's a literal five minutes where you just take over there, Tim. You just start podcast. You just turned it into a different and, podcast for a few yeah, minutes. And prove that you're infinitely a better host than me as well. <laughs> Maybe we should have every so often we should have a Tim host special then where he's he's just the host. Yeah. I'll just I'll I'll raise I'll raise my chair up again. Just just so that I'm I'm sat over you over you two like we used Get to. Get back in the ivory tower with a fucking iPad with your notes on it and we'll be uh, we'll be back in that. Yeah, Tim, you can be the James Corden of this group. Oh, what a cunt. Oh. Thoughts on James Corden in the Friends reunion, Tim? I I have... The, I've been talking to the people about this recently and it annoys people, and, but it is what it is. James Corden, love the guy, think he's funny, you think he's a good writer, Gavin and Stacey, great, blah, blah, blah. Who the fuck is he that he gets to do carpool karaoke with all of these people? All of these dream come true moments where he gets to sing, just have a sing-along in a car with all of these amazing musicians... And then he gets to host the Friends reunion. I, all the respect to the guy, but who who is he paying? Uh, who's he got dirt on? What's the deal? Yeah, I don't... Can't be asked with him. We were saying, I think before, I don't know if we were recording on here or not. I used to like him. I thought Gavin Stacey was good. And I thought some of his early bits were good. Can't fucking stand him now because he's on everything. Fuck off. Like the, I thought the Friends reunion was good. Without the James Corden bits, it didn't need the James Corden like interview bit in the middle. It just needed all the good stuff. Yeah, it was a bit. Off. I don't. It want was like a variety anything. show, and it it was the only bit that went a little bit flat. But I'd, I'll be completely honest, though. I think my main issue with James Corden is jealousy, and I'll I'm happy to just say that I just don't understand why it is that he gets to do that, and I don't. Just let let me do one carpool karaoke. Let let me, and you don't even have to record it. it doesn't have to be seen by anyone. Don't pay me. Just let me have a sing along with the Red Hot Chili Peppers while we go for a drive. I was going to say you were you picking for your carpool karaoke, but you've answered that that's, yourself. That's just one of the more recent ones that I happen to have rewatched, and I think that'd be fucking great because they like they had a great time. What are you showing? Why are you just randomly showing as a, a phone cable? I, I, sorry, I was just twizzing that round for no reason. <laughs> it looked like you were like, Adam said, which one would you go for? And you went, phone cable. <laughs> go on, who would you, who would you do a, a, a carpool karaoke with? I think mine would have to be Lily Allen, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would, it would have dark, be. though. It would yeah, have to it wouldn't be end Lily well, Allen. that. <laughs> Although she does have songs about ex-boyfriends with small dicks that she could just sing at Jonathan, which would be pretty entertaining. What about small necks? <laughs> small neck. <laughs> My neck is not that small. Oh, don't don't start taking it bad now. It's actually <laughs> it's like a, this endless stream of compliments. You suddenly lo- lost a load of weight, and it's good. 
<laughs> and every little every podcast ends up having one or two little running jokes throughout the podcast, doesn't it? Like, it does, so now it? you know when you put your little questions on the description of the podcast, which I love. It's the the best thing I think that you do. Um, <laughs> um, I want it to be something like. Ha, like something about how much neck is not enough neck or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I will try and work that in. Or maybe I'll just put your host, Small Neck JK. Maybe that could just be the nickname. It could be. Could be, yeah. Small Neck JK. <laughs> I don't really have know. Have we got any more lost, I mean, neighbours to talk about? We have. There's one more storyline I want to talk Go about. On. The, the one more than predictions. Yeah, the Toady storyline I want to talk about. Uh, because he's now working at Lou's pub uh, and he's very shit at it. He can't pull a pint for the life of him. Uh, and he decides, do you know what? I can't pull a pint. I'm just going to make loads of cocktails. And he just he just uses all Lou's stock up. He's just like, yeah, I'm just going to make loads of cocktails and come up with stuff. And they're all pretty terrible as well, terrible as well until he comes up with the Flaming Toad. Good name. It is a good name. Uh, also very similar to the Flaming Mo, which is I a Simpsons storyline as well. So I don't know if they're going to go full hog with the Simpsons storyline. and because Whole there hog. was Whole hog. <laughs> whole hog? Whole hog. Is whole hog? You go whole hog with something, don't you? Not full hog. You don't go full hog. <laughs> you don't want anyone to go full hog. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, sorry, that was my fault. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because there was slight mention of putting this in a cocktail competition, uh, which is one of those throwaway lines that could mean nothing or could just be next, you know, we go to the next office of those and Toadie's in a, the cocktail competition. Because it won't be named anything else but the cocktail competition. I hope it does come up. I hope there is a, co a cocktail competition at some point. Yeah, and we get some sort of... Uh, cocktail-esque scenes. Toady, like, doing yeah, some, right some, so some shakers round. I've, I've just done a quick Google of, of something, um, but I'll, I'll tell you at the end. No, I won't. I'll tell you now. <laughs> it was... I don't know if I'm thinking of something else, or, like, maybe there was an earlier reference, but the Flaming Mo episode of The Simpsons aired in 2011. No, it didn't. No. 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 There's an episode it's, it's called Flaming Mo. One. Season like, 22. No, it's like proper early. It's like one of the first series of Simpsons. Yeah, definitely. Like... So was, was, that, was it actually just a cocktail at the time? Because he eventually, I think they, he transforms Moe's pub into a refined and trendy lounge called Flaming Moe. Oh, okay. So maybe That's the episode solved something different then. There's uh... an episode where Homer makes up, no, Homer, oh, accidentally... Homer makes up the Flaming oh, Homer. Oh, the Flaming Homer. And then Mo steals it, and then they do they do a really nice. There's like a song which is to the Cheers um, theme tune, and it's like "Let's All Go to Flaming Mo's." It's really good. It's one of the best episodes of the Simpsons. I've, I've I've already got the answer for you. We'll save it just to build up a bit of hype to the end. No one, I'll tell you now. It was <laughs> November twenty first, nineteen ninety one. Flaming Mo's. Yep. Um, a local bartender steals Homer's secret recipe for a bizarre drink called the Flaming Homer and becomes rich. And that is the end of today's Simpsons Rewatch podcast episode. Next week, <laughs> and do you know we'll be who on to is 1992. In... And do you know who is in that 
in that episode as well, Tim. You'll like this. She has Is a special guest appearance in it. Yeah, chili peppers. They are. Oh. <laughs> They're in that episode. They play at Mo's bar. Uh, good, I mean, good episode. And Mo completely mugs them off. So that's come nice full circle there. So maybe it is uh, It is time to end the podcast. It. it is a very good place to leave it. So next time around, uh, we're going to skip a couple this time. We're going to go to 3,099 to 3,103. So Which is how many episodes? Uh, four. <laughs> there we go. There we go. My maths has improved over my time as being a podcast host, uh, if nothing else. Uh, <laughs> any other predictions? We think. Uh, oh, uh, wait a minute. Well, 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 how many? How many episodes? What? What are we watching up to? Three thousand ninety-nine to three thousand one hundred and three. Ninety-nine, one hundred, one hundred one, one hundred two. Oh fuck! He hasn't got yes! there. Yes. There we go. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Uh, he even looked down as if he was counting something counting them, and still them. said four. Counted them out. I know. Oh, never mind. Uh, well, we need to not to watch. And to be fair, we've got a quick turnaround on this one as well because I think we're podcasting in the next couple of days. Uh, we're here Matt Tuesday, by the way. Uh, so which whichever evening. Sure, yeah, Tuesday evening. So uh, yeah, I think. yeah, we've got a quick turnaround, but that's good. Nice one. But you know, sometimes we like to keep people waiting. Sometimes we like to just give them straight away. So. And this is what we're doing this time. We've made people wait a, a, a bit longer than a week for this podcast, but then... Bang, you made us wait for about 10 minutes earlier. <laughs> so uh, all that's left to say is, Adam and Tim, we've watched some good neighbours and you've been good friends. He Goodbye, did it! Everybody. Nice. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs> there we go. I've nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. <laughs> Right. If you, you need to cut that, that. Cut that after you said nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs>